Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Flames Fancast. We're recording on November 18th, the night after the 5 nothing win in Buffalo. Uh, it did look like we were playing an AHL team tonight, but that's totally fine. A little bit of uh, housekeeping for you to know. We actually tried to record this episode last week, but uh, because we have a special <laughs> guest then and we have a special guest tonight, we... We, we, we made some boo-boos with the sound, and there were some <laughs> funky things what that were going fuck? on, and it was unacceptable to release to our wonderful listeners like you. So here we are a week later. We all got back, you know, juggling schedules and everyone in 2021. It's really difficult, but uh, here we are, and uh, we, we're probably going to have a bit of a long one for you tonight because we got a lot of cover, three weeks of content, and the Flames have been uh, still carrying on with their run of form. So, Jenk. Would you like to introduce our guest? <laughs> we have Rick. Rick is here. Rick was gracious enough to to uh, grace us with his presence, really. Uh, we're hoping to have Rick actually more often. It would be nice if he could. Well, now we um, have a three-microphone setup. It's I possible. know. Like, See, so for the audiophiles out there, like we, we crushed it. We got the coolest roadie uh, thing ever. It's got a lot of lights on it. It's actually giving me OCD yeah, right we, now. We got some new equipment tonight, but for just a heads up for last week, there were two of us on one microphone, and we're pretty stupid with sound. So we're grabbing the microphone and twisting it around, and you just hear this massive every yeah. time that uh, someone grabs it. So. And poor Rick was watching us going like, how the fuck did these guys do 66 episodes? Yeah, 67 now. So It was awkward. Rick, anyway. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me. Thanks for thanks for coming on. It's a, it's a real pleasure to have you on here. And, uh, you know, I know we... We we did it last week too, and it was like a it was like a trial run, a dress rehearsal, if you will. You know, now you're now you're a seasoned pro at yeah. recording I'm podcasts. Pretty happy that didn't make it off the cutting room floor. <laughs> I was terrible, and I'm equally as frightened today. <laughs> you know, it's 2021. We don't say terrible anymore. We say like you're you're working on it. You're you're an emerging talent. That's you know we, we yeah. don't want to hurt your feelings. It's or it's like a that. transitory thing where you go from being uncomfortable to slightly less uncomfortable but you realize you're still uncomfortable in the end and then transitory inflation because it's transitory it's just it just it's just transitory it right. keeps going can okay. i say fuck you can, yeah you, you can, can say, say fuck whatever I, you, you want you can't say shit or ass though just okay. just fuck fuck's okay that's it yeah so i'd say fucking shit so I'd <laughs> oh, fucking fuck. well yeah, <laughs> yeah if you put them that, together that's much better yeah yeah that's really good let's let's dive right in fellas um the game tonight, 5 nothing in Buffalo. I mean, it didn't even look like they were there. It was boys against men in the finest sense of the word. Markstrom, fifth shutout of the night, and just everyone playing well. Um, any other takeaways that you got from that game? I think uh, right now there's a, a bit of a, a carousel audition for that second-line center. And, uh, you know, I... I think Sutter is waiting for someone to really step up into that, and he wants Monahan too. I think he likes Monahan, but I think he's starting to realize that Monahan isn't that good anymore. Quite frankly, Monahan probably needs Johnny because Monahan scores, and what I see from Monty on the ice right now is that he's doing actually a pretty good job finding the middle of the ice with the puck, but then he goes to make a play, and I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know if he can't slow the play down enough, but he'll like heel it up he'll off the heel of his stick like a pass that goes to nobody right and his turnover mm -hmm. up the ice i feel bad for him because you know you know he's been the guy for a long time maybe not the last couple of years but certainly before that so just from like a human perspective like you know i 
put myself in his shoes and, you know, I feel pretty bad. So you, you think it's just bad puck luck because he's a little bit jittery because he's recorded his first podcast ever, you know, is that it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you I can think really like, relate to something like that. Do, do you think he's, how I've watched him is, it's almost like he's making that play for the sake of making a play. It's almost like he's gotten out of that unnatural, like he used to have this like natural, uh, you know, approach to the game whenever he had the puck you knew what he was going to do but now as you'd say the high hockey iq like i do believe that he's probably one of the smarter players on the team at least from a standpoint of being able to know where to be how to score yeah he knows how to score and he knows how to find those spots but he also isn't used to probably being the guy who's bringing it in that was always johnny and yeah you want johnny to do that and so now you know i don't know today he was playing with dubé and pitlick i think yeah and uh you know, I don't know. Do they because shows- it was the it was the Lucic Richardson Lewis line. Yeah, and I mean we've all been waiting. To I, I, I I've know. personally what, been waiting what, for what's that. What's the third line there? What's the fourth line? There's no. That's difference. the fourth they're, line. They're, they're the bottom. <laughs> That's six. the fourth line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're the they're the three and the half. Or, yeah, or what three times four? They're that, the that's, twelfth line. That's the line I've been waiting for for I mean, six for years. Tonight it didn't matter. No, no, but. You know what? If that's your fourth line, if your fourth line is Monahan, Dubé, and Pitlick. You're maybe not complaining too much. No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Um, I mean, there's two things I'm thinking of here. Let, that full dive on Monaghan, since we're talking about him. We're almost 20 games into the season. You know, a, a parallel for me is Jonathan Taves, who missed a whole season because of that illness, and then has been slow out of the gate to start back. Monaghan as well many off-season surgeries and not exactly looking like the best version of himself coming back this season. Do you think that we're, we've kind of seen the beginning of the end of Monaghan, or is it just a bit of he needs to find a bit of form? Or is it you know, game, if, set, match? If you kind of like project out Monaghan from where he is right now to, I guess, like a year and a half from now when he needs a contract, it would be interesting to see what that contract looks like. Is he Curtis Kleincross and he can't get a contract? He's probably not that guy. no. Yeah, I don't think he's that guy. But what is it? He is centers. I think it's, if I had to put money on it right now, I think you're looking at a 2.5 to 3 million three-year contract somewhere. That's crazy, man. That's yeah, crazy I mean, to think you're, someone goes off their, like onto their third contract, their yeah. second contract, they're making 6.3, yeah. and then they're done. You're going, you're going 50% I mean, but discount. But it's not like he's not getting the opportunities in Calgary. He's still on the first power play. Yeah. And he's still that guy that we trust in front of the net. <laughs> And he's still getting those goals, but I just think the some hockey fundamentals like the skating and the mobility and the agility, those have dropped off a cliff significantly. Yeah, I mean, right now, when I watch him, like I was saying, I see him do a lot of the right things, and then, boom, it's the wrong thing, and it's a turnover. And you're like, fuck, Monty. Oh, yeah. It didn't cost us in a game like tonight, but, you know. I, and I know you talk, Jank, you've spoke about our... Uh, we should have traded Monaghan long ago, and I, sadly, I find myself agreeing with you more and more these days, which makes me really look in the mirror and question why I'm still alive. But the, aside from wow, that, you escalated that. You've got um, at least a quarter of your life. Yeah, I know. Like this is <laughs> like at least at least from a statistical standpoint, you do. Um, not with that attitude, though. Uh, Actually, with how are you live your life? You're probably like maybe like fifth is generous. <laughs> um. It's not often that I look at I look at this team and I make the right call in the sense that it's it's like 
I've always had this inclination after that Anaheim series that he just was not the same. And every off season we would see him just come out and be like, I got to get this surgery. I got to get that surgery. He had hip surgery, wrist surgery. Like, I, I mean, that's a lot. I, at some point, it doesn't matter how young you are or, you know, how like those injuries can, they'll linger forever. Right. He's going to have a hard time getting out of his bed when he's like in his mid forties. So I it's agree. going to be one of those situations where I'm looking at it going, if you're driving and you're saying, okay, fuck, I couldn't get an offer for this guy. Okay. Well then Tyler here is saying, you know, armchair GM saying he's worth half his salary that he's getting right now. Well, if you're Trey, you're sitting there going like, well, is it even worth trading him if I can stay, if he can stay for three and a half, let's say, just for sake of discussion, you're not trading him for a fucking second rounder at that point. You might as well just keep the guy three and a half. I'm not going to complain about that. I mean, that, I say this because you got players like, and this is a great segue, you got a player like Pitlick at shade under two million. I think Monaghan's a better player than Pitlick. And I know that we talked about Pitlick coming in and playing on that line with Backlund, Coleman and Backlund and Coleman and him. They started out quite well, but I've kind of been a bit disappointed in Pitlick of late. I don't know if you guys have well, noticed what are you, anything. What are you expecting from this guy? Just just a little bit more. Kind of like the Hannafin <laughs> thing that uh, you know, long-time listeners, all, all three of you would know <laughs> about the opinions on Hannafin. It's like it always feels like you're just a little bit disappointed with him, right? I feel that way about Pitlick and... You know, I just expect that a little bit more hustle. What, what is your what is your projection for this guy points wise? Like what, what or or like what is his role for you? Can, I can mean, you bring I, up his uh, stats from previous I, years. I mean, don't you don't you also feel a little bit disappointed in Coleman? Points wise only. Points wise only. A good he's not playing poorly though. He's not playing poorly, but points wise, <clears throat> I'm not exactly thrilled with what I'm seeing. Yeah, at six mil. Yeah, of course not. But, you know, he's the guy who, you know, in the defensive end, he's trying to make kick saves, like blocking shots from the point, right? We don't have too many of those guys. And, of course, you know, that's the shit that you need in the playoffs. And that's where, that's, the playoffs is where he got his $6 million a year, right? And, you know, to play that way during the regular season, you're probably at high risk of a broken bone. And it may happen. And as, like, a fan, you're like, okay, hope it's not too bad. But... You just want to get to the playoffs with that guy, and then you want to let him run. Okay. Okay, Pitlick stats. Okay, yeah. Let's take a break. Pitlick stats, okay? Best season that he ever had, 27 points. That was with the Dallas Stars in 2017, 2018. Uh, the last goals. Uh, 14 goals that That's season, which goals. is pretty good. How many games? In 80 games. Yeah. So, not, I mean, yeah. Not not probably, I mean, he's not... He's, He's not, not going to match that. He probably didn't get special like power play time. In, no, he in didn't Dallas either. Um, I mean, I don't know. I my expectations of that guy are I don't really know because I never really watched him play. I don't watch Dallas. I don't watch Arizona. I've heard his name. Didn't he play? You for don't the watch Arizona. He did no. the what? first three what? years. First first three years. You know, that, that alone, <laughs> had, you know, it, it took a while for you me. You already wrote him like, off. Just like, <laughs> under his name. Those pieces of shit. Um, Speaking of those shit. players that. Do it for you defensively on the forward side, Lindholm. Yeah. And, I mean, Lindholm's game has been impressive Impressive two ways. Was leading the team in points, I think, until tonight. Johnny might have got more. Uh, solidified himself as our first-line center. The first line is the only line in the Flames, as you say, that hasn't been riding that Daryl Sutter carousel, which is uh, which 
quote us on that until the until Daryl's cows come home. <laughs> but I mean, Daryl probably sleeps with his cows. <laughs> I don't mean sexually. I mean, no, I know you didn't. I, just, I know you didn't. But listen, it, it came out that way. We about what you can and can't say on air. We're getting really close. Everyone's wearing PJs. We're getting yeah. really close yeah. to that line. Not even with the butt flap. They're just not. They're not in this. Yeah, the butt flap with his drawls on. I feel like that's a rural thing, though. Like the butt flap yeah. is a. This is an emergency exit. Immediate. Exactly. Like, Mount me. <laughs> uh, 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 so shit. we were talking about Lindholm. We were. And uh, so so <laughs> one, one thing I've noticed out of that top line offensively is that Johnny and uh, Kachuk are really starting to link up. Because you know what? They haven't actually played together. Not, not five much. On. They played a lot of power play time, but that's a different game, right? You're, yeah. you're posted up down low and you do this and that. But on the rush, it's different. Um, but Lindholm is, you know, if you watch Lindholm in the defensive zone, particularly when he's helping the D men in the against the backboards, he's phenomenal. He's yeah. a, he's a fucking beast. Like the way that he can eliminate guys off the puck, like separate guys right from the puck, mm-hmm. so that you can get the puck mm-hmm. and move it. It's like I haven't seen very many players be able to play that way. And for with, him to be sorry, just the no, two way yeah. presence that he is. Fucking phenomenal. Completely. And I think, on to add to that point, I think he finds room for the other guys on the ice, too. With that kind of play that he has, even with the puck, it almost feels like he's that extra threat that a lot of teams start maybe even putting in the extra guy on him. Just, like, kind of, they cheat a bit with him rather than somebody else. Leaves, you know, guys like Johnny open. Like, he, he knows how to suck players in as well. That's kind of what I noticed. And I think... Uh, and he's leading the forwards time on ice on average twenty minutes a game. That's oh, not yeah, small minutes. Well, he's he's on power. Play. He's, he's on power on play penalty, penalty kill, kill. Yeah. and he's a very effective penalty killer too. Yeah, to for sure. Rick's point. Um, it's just, yeah, it's it's a joy to watch for sure. I mean, we definitely got the better end of that trade now that <laughs> now that he's he's really exploded this year though, right? He wasn't like he was good last season. He was good the season prior, but he, this year. This year's something else. I've like never he's been elevated. With no, no, I mean, for sure. Even yeah. since the first year, like that's the year where it, all those guys had career years. But the thing that I will say about Lindholm that I've noticed every year is that he's had those periods where it's like you know games maybe where he kind of dis- disappears. Mm-hmm. Um, he loses a bit of that consistency. I think that's for me as a fan from eighty thousand feet. That's my only one criticism, and it's more not a criticism. Just a room for improvement. Elias, if you're listening. <laughs> 80,000 feet is a lot of feet. Yeah. You know you know he's listening, though. All the I players listen to this from, podcast. Uh, Darren Haynes, right? He's got that yeah. view from 80,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. Can we say his name? You, we, you of course can you can. Anybody. Our sponsors aren't going to give it to <laughs> we, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sponsor Our sponsors. Our s- <laughs> yeah. I think, to your point, Lindholm is probably the most complete forward that we've got. But, you know, to move into the D... I wonder if the most complete D-man we've got is Shillington. Yeah. And, I mean, it's been an early emergence, but holy shit, has he been impressive. Yeah. And, you know, almost equally on the D-side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. His D-side, yeah, especially. that he's made, you know, he kind of... Doesn't look out of place in yeah. any end of the ice. Yeah. I mean, he's going offensively, but, you know, he's had those... I mean, Brody used to do it back in the day, right, where he'd be up there, and next thing you know, he's the first guy back separating yeah. guys off the puck. Like Shillington's done that a couple times this year yeah. where 
he's come back and, you know, guys look like they have like a partial breakaway, right? Yeah. And next thing you know, he's with his body. He's yeah. Putting, he's not taking penalties. He's got wheels he's, too. He's, separating he's got, he's got some mega wheels on him. So to, to, on that point, our top five points right now, uh, Johnny with 19, Lindholm with 18, Kachuk with 15, Manjupani with 14, and Shillington with 12. So Shillington's not only doing it on the ice defensively, not offensively, but he's getting on the board too, which is really, really good to see. I mean, some of those shots are pure, man. Like, uh, yeah. some of his goals are just, they're clean. And what I mean, what a what a pleasant surprise because I, I think we kind of wrote him off at the beginning of the year. With those D signings, Good Branson and Stone, and then assuming Valimaki was a shoe in Zadorov as well. And honestly, uh, if you look at Sutter teams, you know that kind of run and gun defenseman. I don't know if that's his number one choice, but he's just he's played so well. It's he's made himself you know uncuttable. He can't be scratched at this point. And that's how every player should be playing, that, though. Exactly, that's like, the it, attitude that they need. Contrary to our other young defensemen, yeah, you so. Juice. Juice. You saw what you, you doing saw. over in Finland. You know, I will say, and this is the captain obvious moment of the night, that Juice has not won over Sutter. And, you know, this goes back to last year when Sutter took over the team. He was not happy with Yuso, and he would make it very clear in his his press conferences. And, you know, and, <laughs> and there was that sense of entitlement. Yeah. Him and Dubé. Yeah, he talked about that. And you know, the, he's there's you know he's probably right about some of that, but at the end of the day, it's I think what he sees on the ice from the guy, and I love I love Yuso. Are we calling him Yuso or Juice or what are we gonna call him? Let's call him Yuso. V Valley. Let's call I, him the Finnish Flash. Okay. They probably call him Let's Juice. Call him Timu. They probably call him <laughs> Juice. They probably call him Juice in the bench or yeah. in the in the team. I don't think they call anybody by their name. No. No, it's always like you know. John, well, I, I mean, I can't even think of one. What do they call John? Johnny so, Hockey. But Johnny they're just Hockey. like lame. There's some like lame, like, I don't know. I I can't, like, I'm choking right now. I'm, I'm blanking out. But, like, there's a bunch of shitty ones that I've heard. But You know when you see the those interviews at, like, those period break interviews where that player has to come out and they put the towel on and they're, like, <laughs> they're talking about their team and yeah, yeah, they've never heard anymore. Yeah, they just nickname drop. like, oh, oh, yeah, Cal made a really good play. Like, who the fuck is Cal? Like, I yeah. don't know anybody named Cal. In the yeah, team. Cali did that. Oh, and, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're calling Markstrom probably, like, ooh, Marky. And pads. It's Marky for sure. Pads? Yeah, yeah it's got to be Marky. They don't say, yeah. they don't call anybody by it. They probably all got a nickname. And then anyway. they do, like, stupid things, like, they're just like Richie, right? And Richie is like one of the same. Like, Richie, right? Like that's the name that you. <laughs> but like. nobody should be but, called. But they don't call him Richie. They'll be like Rich. Like yeah. you, you, you take a name. Nobody that's over built six years to old. Be a hockey name. Yeah, and it's then naturally you hockey name. You, you you break it down. <laughs> you almost reverse it. Deconstruct it. Yeah, you go one eighty on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't and then do you that. Realize it's a hockey. <laughs> they were right all. It was, <laughs> yeah, they were way out of the curve. Okay, I let's think, get back to Velma. I think we established. Valimaki has not impressed Sutter. <laughs> well, I think this. I think this is what happened. You you mentioned the offseason signings, Good, Good Branson, Zadorov. Like Sutter, I think this is just me thinking out loud. He had that's acceptable on a podcast. He had Shillington and Valimaki battling for the same spot because Good Branson was going to play, Zadorov was going to play, Hannafin's going to play, Anderson's going to play. 
right? Tanev's going to play. Tanev's going to play, of course. Tanev, I want to talk about Tanev later. Can we write that down on? I, I hold, just <laughs> let me. Jenks utility. I, I got the pen. <laughs> but, uh, what's his nickname? That's my car bill. Tanny. Tanny. Yeah. Oh, Tanny. I put Tanny down. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about Tanny. But we'll get there. Okay. But, so, you know, Shillington has won that spot. You know, obviously looking back now, it's no brainer. He might even be our best D-man if you want to put that out there right now. Maybe Absolutely. Not, but whatever. No, no, for sure. Tanny's I would say up it. there too. Tanny's you know, up been, there. I've been pleasantly happy with with Rass too. Like he reminds me of uh, actually the year. So he broke in late one season, played probably the last ten games. I watched it and I was like, yeah, he's okay. But then the next season, both him and Valimaki made the team, and they were uh, like a pair on the, the third the third pair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, both these guys are good, and I really loved. Rass's game back then and maybe it's because they're playing the fourth line on the other team or whatever mm-hmm. but both of them but and then Rass, I don't know I, I think expectations of him went way up uh he was thrust into you know big minutes and and you know he's a d-man it takes time and I, I I thought that he kind of regressed a little bit but I like his game again and he's not maybe putting up the offensive numbers that we, we want to see particularly quarterback in the, the first unit on the power play. But I like what I'm seeing in the D zone. He's got that composure back, uh, and he's making plays back there. And when you're looking at D-men, that's the first thing that I think that you want to assess them on is how they play in their zone. And then, of course, you want offense, but that's second to how they play in their zone. And I'm happy with how Ras is playing in his zone. I know we're talking about Ras now, and we didn't really think we we're gonna be. We didn't well, even talk I mean, about the fin- finish interview here. Well, yeah. I know, but like, R- Ras has that second effort back as well. I think there's a unity in the decor. Yeah, he, that's been instilled. He he lost that last season. Yeah, last season when he lost the puck, it was like fuck it. Like this year, it's like even Tyler pointed out when we were watching the the la- the third period there. He kind of he kind of fucked up the skating behind the net. He was kind of almost falling backwards, but then he just like. Extra that, that, hustle, that like second effort. That saying, second You're not effort came beat in. Me here. It's just one of those things. Like, it, but that play against a good team could stop a goal, right? That second effort behind the net or in the corner, it makes such a big difference. So I'm glad to see that. But yeah, I was actually the biggest critic of Rasmus last year. I thought he fucking shit the bed last all, year. I think we all were. Like yeah. I, I was so disappointed because I was like, dude, this is your chance. Like it's it's very clear Gio's gonna is not gonna be around. This is your chance to start taking that over. Yeah. You are the best candidate for it. Um and he just he did well for the first maybe five, six, seven games, and then it just went just off off a cliff. We expect a lot of these guys. Defense is probably the harder position. Yep. So whatever. It's like, he's here now, I guess. Listen, I think we have the best goals against in the league. I real I think we do. Yeah, we have like six shutouts in like 17 games or something like that. I think we have 30 30 32 or 33 goals against and it's the best in the league and uh You know, I've never fact-checked so much in one episode. You're making me work today. Don't start now. I, I really listen, set listen, the bar while low. You, while you look that Can up, we go back to the interview? We're going back to the interview. Can we um, just say, no, no. As, as good, as great as Markstrom is, this episode's going to be four wait. hours long. I can't wait for the next time that, we have that done Anakin like gets back in. One agenda item. 
We hang on. We are the second best in, again, for goals against. Who's better than us? Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, however, them. however, they've played. They more. have three games on hand on us. So yeah, it's, yeah, they're not going to be ahead of us. But it's seven goal difference right now. So they have to. No, I just mean goals against. They have. I know they have so twenty five or something. They have twenty seven. We have thirty four. But they have. Shit. They have three more games to play. Are but, they, how many games have we played? We played seventeen. They played fourteen. So thirty four divided by seventeen is two. Is that right? <laughs> yep. And what what they are uh, twenty? They are twenty seven and fourteen. So they're at one point nine, two. Right. One point nine three. You're right. They are just beating just us. barely, but yeah, but they have three games on hand. So yeah, one three nothing game is over, right? So Fuck them. Yep. Mind <laughs> you, Carolina, impressive. They lose players all the time, but they, they somehow they know how to either draft or develop or something like that. Anyways, they're doing Ty, the interview. Right. Yeah, the interview, like <laughs> Valamaki going out in Finland to the Finnish press and saying. What he said, basically, oh, I thought I'd get a chance. Assistant coach told me, oh, you'll just be one game out. You'll be back in. I'm not sure that's the kind of thing you want to be saying to the press in any sport. And I'm definitely not sure that's the kind of thing you want to be saying to the press if Daryl Sutter is the guy making the decision to put you back in the team. Especially if, as we've established, you already have rocky relations with your head coach. Yeah, I mean, I only heard a few uh, few lines from that interview, and you know that on your finish some, is a little rusty. On eh? some yeah. level, you know, you got to wonder how much is lost in translation and maybe taken out of context. But let's just go with like the, the hot topic that it is, <laughs> and and you know, he went off on. He's probably unhappy. Um, he he may have taken the immature route and. And cried a little, pouted a little bit about it. These guys are all pretty proud hockey players when they get to this level. But, you know, it's not the pro move. And like you say, if Sutter, you know, listened to it or whatever, he got wind of it, he's not going to like it. It's not going to help. No. At, at this point, the only way that he probably gets into the lineup is injury. And the, and even then, you might see Michael Stone before him because probably. Michael Stone is a player that Sutter trusts. Absolutely. I mean, let's face it. Like, I love use, <laughs> but but when you put him, when he plays, <laughs> there's too many fucking, like, fire drill moments out there, right? Completely. Where it's just a mad scramble, and <laughs> Juice is, like, in the blue paint, like, fucking spinning left and right. You know, like, I love the kid. And I thought, you know, after that, that season that he had in Finland to uh, before last year where he, like... You know, he led the league in, in points. And, you know, he wore the fucking gold helmet for a number of games in Finland. Yeah. Like that. You know, I, I, I bought his jersey, fucking blasty jersey. I ordered it number eight because that's what he used to wear. And then I heard in a podcast that he's changing it to six. Oh. And I fucking emailed a fan addict. I'm like, I have this on order, <laughs> but you need to change it to six. They're like, yeah, we could do that for well, you. Yeah, there you go. showed up, and I feel like I'm wearing a Corey Sarge jersey. Oh. Well, it's not as bad as a Lance Boma jersey, but if we, for reference, I have one. I don't know where that is, actually. Just um, anyway, do you, but do you think he's just not, is he just not good enough? No, he just needs some minutes. He needs some minutes. He's, he needs he's good to, enough. He just needs, he needs some maturity. Yeah. He the minutes he's had the minutes he needs to get he needs a stern talking to from someone 
He needs one of his millennial buddies to tell him, dude, you need to sit down and take your medicine because what you're doing right now isn't working because the flames are deep at D and you got Stone and you got Valimaki sitting on the bench. And like but, Rick you know, said, uh, Stone is, a, is Sutter knows Stone, Sutter trusts Stone. Stone isn't sitting there going to the press being like, where are my minutes? He's just like, thanks for the contract. I'll do whatever I can to help <laughs> yeah. this team. Yeah. And that needs to be Valimaki's attitude. He, for sure, he get there. He, he's got a girl. I don't think he really got a rail on him too much. He's got a girl. I agree with you there, but he'll get there. It's just it leaves a sour taste in my mouth when anything like that comes out to the media. I know, especially the assistant coach line. This assistant coach told me I'd only be out for one game and then I'd be back in and I'm out for seven games and you know it just leads to discord and bad blood and I don't. Uh, you know, people have long memories. Yeah, I think sometimes this stuff gets irreparable, right? Like yeah. it's kind of you see a you, lot of you, trades because things didn't work out. Yeah, you know? like a lot of these Beyond guys enough like Calgary because exactly. Yeah, there are some things that uh, you <laughs> like, don't, you're not gonna forget or unconfirmed, forget easily. unconfirmed, like what slash <laughs> confirmed, unconfirmed, um, but probably confirmed. Yeah, Listen. like I don't know, like but you know what? It is a travesty to see, and this is not a knock on Zadorov, but like I would much rather see Val Mackey than him. Honestly, like he's a talented defender. Yeah, no, but you know, Zdorov, I get it. Zdorov's it's just actually been playing better. No, he's doing fine. I, I'm, but yeah, I'm just fine. saying, he's actually getting some goals too. Yeah, no, I. Two goals, right? You know what? I was rough on him. I, I'll admit that. Like, and I he's thought, like fucking six foot, like <laughs> one million, and yeah. like he's a beast. Yeah, he's huge. I kind of like. Mean, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like the fact that you know you've got good Branson and. Zadorov and Lucic all kind of there on the ice every game. I I like that presence. I like the fact that when those guys hit players, they fucking hit them. Lucic <laughs> hit a guy tonight and yeah. sent him off, made him bleed. Yeah. <laughs> made him cry a little. A little probably, bit. Probably made him shart. Yeah, he might have sharted. He probably sharted as he saw him come he, he could. He sharted you twice. You know what? Let's talk about the breaking news of the Before day. Before he got hit and then in the dressing room. And that they were was. Tending to him. <laughs> When his head was bleeding, he sharted again. He's like, shit, I'm bleeding. <laughs> sharted. Right. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> keep going, man. I got all day. I, I, hey, Ty. I don't know what to say. A lot of poop shock. <laughs> Listen, the breaking news of the day. I don't know how we're going to handle this. There might be a few tears, but uh, Troy Brower announced his retirement today. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll enter some music Troy, here. But. Troy Brower, an absolute Flames legend, only eclipsed by James Neal. <laughs> like, is he retiring from his TV work, too? I don't think so. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> I think he. it's kind of funny because these guys are announcing their NHL retirement, and, like, the last time they played was 1995, right? Like, Yeah, it's uh, hey, so It's a said, nothing day. You said that he's still... He's yeah, still he's still getting paid. But if you retire... Does your cap hit go away? Does anyone know the answer no. to that? I guarantee I, you the NHLPA is still making sure he's getting paid. Even if it retires. Yeah. Well, okay. So cur- so Bad what this was announced. This it's was a announced. It's a punishment to us too, right? The cap hit. Like I fans? S- no, to the, to the team. <laughs> well, it is it is to us too. Because we're the ones that go on cap friendly and fucking be like, Jesus Christ, we're running out of money. Uh, yeah. He is, according to cap friendly, getting paid $1.5 million this year. Uh, for our buyout. So I do believe the buyout 
continues regardless if you're retired or if you're on on mars it doesn't matter cap hit probably does for sure yeah the cap hit for sure money that gets paid to him i don't know well then he wouldn't announce his retirement if he wasn't getting paid why would you do that do you think he's still getting paid? If he if if, if I think he, he knew is. he wasn't no, going to get the I extra money, I think he money. got paid out outright. Outright. Oh, I see. What you mean. Yeah. Okay. But the team wears a cap. Hit. Yeah. Uh, but I probably. don't know for sure. Well, then so. he got the full amount anyhow. He's laughing. Then yeah, he's he, laughing. Troy for Brower sure. is never going to pay. He, us. he got the best end of that deal. Him to <laughs> fucking analyze our games from eight thousand feet. Eight, eight, eighty, eighty thousand. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. With like probably grand total of three teeth in his mouth. <sighs> But he's got brand new ones. Over under, who has more natural teeth, Neil or Brower? <laughs> Neil has just like two veneers that stretch from like the top. But do you think there's a couple naturals in the back there? Like he's they left a couple molars in just for shits and giggles. No, like, like they no, took them that's all, all out, gone, right? man. That's, like, that's all that's gone. That's his jawbone yeah. out there, I think. Yeah, he's got basically like skis, like just like this one. <laughs> he just continues with tooth. his mouth every morning. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, stats, yeah. man. Can you look up oh, James gosh. Neal in Dallas this year? I'm curious what that piece. <laughs> James <of> Neal, <laughs> man, was that? You know what? We Dallas? we no, won Saint that. St. Louis. St. Louis. Louis. We won that trade all day. Oh yeah. Oh. And and Lucic, he's been so good in the playoffs for us too. Like he was actually our better player in the last playoffs. Like he actually showed up, in my opinion. Like this was obviously it was a COVID thing and whatever. Like it was kind of like a. It was like a diet play- playoffs or whatever, but he showed up, man. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Like, you Lucic, know what? I've never really been too upset with Lucic, but that trade was intangibles, and guys fucking hate Neil, and guys like Lucic, so it's a win all day. <laughs> James Neal, four points in 14 games. Two goals, two assists. What a piece Minus of one. I feel like Lucic has more. Minus one. Lucic probably. has five goals alone. Yeah, 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 so... Problem solved. What? What? Lucic is probably five and two. Lucic has four goals, two assists, six points. He'll score his fifth goal eventually this year. <laughs> listen, user or listener, if you'd like to know how to use Google, that's coming very shortly on this episode. Yeah, exactly. I'll, <laughs> I got to get back to my ranting. That's my thing. But let, Stats here, man. here, here's Stats something man. for you to rant about, Jenk. Okay, we played Buffalo tonight, and we were in. Can I say something? You insulted the entire AHL league by calling them an AHL team. This was this game was a scandal by them, by the way. They were so shit. They, the Stockton Stockton could have beat them. I'm I'm willing to yes. I'm willing to throw that out there. Yes. You know, I don't know if any of the players that came back in the Eichel trade were playing today. I don't think Krebs was playing. I don't know Alex Tuck is still no. not he, playing. Tuck was not there. He's injured, right? Yeah. It's not like these guys are healthy scratch. Yeah. Right. So yeah. a little unfair, but yeah, I don't know. It's they quite a, a terrible they had team, a though. Better than five hundred record going into, you know, last year they lost like what, like seventy five in a row in a fifty <laughs> game season or something like that. Yeah, that's that was it was it was very close to that, and that was with the Taylor Hall signing and everything, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, listen, we were we were in for Eichel allegedly right right until the finish line. We didn't get him. We finished a silver medal, I guess you could say, but. The price quoted to us versus the price that Vegas paid seemed ridiculously Lopsided. high. It seemed very un, uh, uh, very different in my mind. Like our price of Kachuk plus, plus two of our best prospects plus a first rounder plus something else versus what Vegas actually paid. Yeah, but so maybe it was so lopsided that wasn't true. 
that maybe I, I'm we starting didn't even to offer that, that. But uh, I don't know. I man. don't know where there's smoke, there's fire too. I suppose, but, but but at the end of the day, I'm just I am happy. We happy maybe isn't the right word, but I am satisfied slash erring on the side of caution that we didn't get him, and that's pleasing because. There's too many unknowns in this situation to give up that much for that kind of player. Yes, he's a he's a bona fide top 10 center in the league when healthy. Uh, Asterix when healthy. So go ahead, Jenk. Take the microphone. No, and rant. I'm not, there's no rant here. There's no rant. Okay, I'll, really? I'll, I'll get another rant. No, ready. I just mean that, like, it's Tomorrow, not. Tomorrow, James Neal will retire as a flame. Well, that's not true. So. I know, but I'm just trying to. I rant about rant. reality. Anyway, the uh, the by the way, speaking of Kachuk, do you guys notice he's just not happy? He never fucking he doesn't smile when he scores. Doesn't like he he looks out hard, of it to it's me. It's hard to smile when you have a mouth guard in your mouth. No, 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 no. He's not like, like he's not fired up when he scores. I don't know. Watch for it. I mean, nobody yeah. was fired I up might scoring be, the fifth goal tonight. No, no, no. I'm not talking Buffalo. about tonight. Like he didn't. Yeah, he wasn't happy here, but like nobody was. It was almost like we felt bad because we're playing a shit team. You right? know, I don't really want to go there. Like, I feel like I, something's I, going on. I think there's something going on, but I don't want to go there. Yeah. Like, you know, if I draw it out in my mind last year, the alleged, you know, he flips the puck at Muzzin. The Kings are Kings? Leafs come after Leafs, him. Leafs, yeah. And no one helps nobody him. Have, nobody backs him And then up. in the dressing room, he's like, fuck, guys. And then, you know, what? in my mind, I see like, you know, a Monaghan being like, Hey man, you're you're always causing shit, and we don't love it. And then I see Kachuk being like, "What the fuck are you gonna do about it, Monty?" And then I see like a Geo being like, oh, "I'm gonna fucking kick your ass." <laughs> so I, I kind of just like I I see this like thing where like Kachuk because you know I didn't want to go there, Jank. But I, when uh, I you know what I, we when should I, when I when I you know look behind you know when I like pause it free, frame by frame after, yeah. on a goal set uh, yeah. celebration and you know I, I I look for who Kachuk's looking at and high five and I think there's something going on between him and Monahan like they never like Monahan yeah. goes to him because he's like you know I said he, some things last year <laughs> <I think. laughs> but you know like. Well, actually, Monahan's got a really deep voice. It's yeah, funny I, that I, I know, know that. Yeah. This anyway. is the whole, like, Kyle Larn thing. This but anyway. Like, it's like the voice behind the voice, yeah. right? But anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe there's some shit going on. But, fuck, you know, human beings, man. Especially Americans, you know, they're fucking. <laughs> okay, I'm not going there. Oh, I boy. Myself. I told myself. But, you know, there, I, I think there could be. Just fucking make it work on the ice. And then yeah. eventually maybe, you know, you. Water under a bridge, that's saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, to to Jenk's point and to your point as well, to your um, <laughs> brilliant uh, little vignette that we were so welcomed to here. It was like a soliloquy. Yeah, yes. Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, I like do. Like when Hamlet yeah. just kind of drifts off on his own. He's yeah. talking, but but no even one, okay, Hamlet, you carry Hamlet on. had the discipline to say, "I'm not going there," and he didn't. Except he did. But aside from that. You haven't seen the antics from Kachuk this year, have you? Can you remember? No, no, he's that's not. Been, like, it's it's really the, it's a little disturbing? cheap. No, it's a little cheap thing here sure, and there. But, every, but it's not, I feel every player does. Yeah, that. no, no, every, yeah. It's, Anderson's doing that. Nothing Tanev's like Tanev's doing that. And maybe yeah. he's doing it, be, but there's not the Kachuk antics. And that's why he's like kind of pouting about it. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, Honestly, maybe. I've seen him draw a lot of penalties this year. He's drawn a lot of penalties because I've seen him checking his face for blood about five times already this season. <laughs> you know, when it comes to the Flames, any player that plays with Johnny should thank their fucking lucky stars, right? Because that's the guy, really the only guy, who's going to play make on the team. You got guys like Madge who will make things happen on his own, but if you're looking for a playmaker and then you're going to put, you know, you're going to be a line mate on it, it's Johnny. And if you're Kachuk and you're playing with Johnny, just fucking do your job and mm. shut up and pout if you have to, but just fucking do your job. I think that's what's happening, though. Do you feel like, Jank, Kachuk is living up to his potential with these first line, first power play minutes, playing with Johnny, you know, locked Not in? Not yet. No. Not yet. We, R- but- Richard? Rick Ricard. <laughs> it's Ricardo. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm... Pleasantly, I'm I'm pretty happy with that with the top line. Now, you know, we talked about that audition for the second line center. There there are times when top line is not feeling it, and then you know you notice it, right? You come back to the whole Johnny's the guy, and if Johnny isn't the guy on any given night, then you notice it, and that and that's where as a Flames fan, that's when the, where the world kind of starts crashing down on you, right? Is is nights when Johnny's not going. Because yeah. chances are, then no one's really going. Hopefully someone is, but I think guys feed off of him. I think this year we've seen the, you know, the emergence of Manji Upani, and that's helped. And sure, there's been how, more of a team effort. I agree. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Has he... I love Manji, obviously. And, you know, cutting room floor last week, I said, you know, Manji Upani on the Olympic team, you know... Canada has there's there, there's there's precedent set picking a guy like Rob Zaminer, <laughs> and I'm not saying Manjipani is Rob Zaminer, but it's that kind of <laughs> off the board. But you know, every game he's kind of actually like becoming he's creeping closer. You know, he's 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 giving them more reasons to seriously consider him. Manj for Team Canada, eleven eleven goals. I mean, what you can't ignore that. Not that, even that's not small. Not, not, not even be twelve. Not actually. even not getting yeah, first line be. minutes. Stats, not oh, first God. line How minutes. Did I get this? Not first line power stats, play. Man. I yeah. do that in my job every day. I don't that's know impressive. That's why you do it here. That's yeah. impressive. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's yeah. eleven or twelve. But it's, we can call so it eleven and it, a half. It's still it's still impressive, right? Like I mean, not only that, still his time on ice versus guys that are getting the same amount of goals is much less. Yeah, he's. I mean. I don't know. You can't ignore it. That's well, what it is, well, right? You know what? Sutter is playing him in all situations too. He's he's maybe not getting you know twenty minutes, but he's getting sixteen, and he's getting second line PP, and he's getting PK, and he he's proven his worth. He he his play is dictating how much he ice time yeah, he's getting, sure. and you know you maybe you want to say he should get more and should be elevated even further, but you know he's he's doing his job. That's all. Twelve goals. Really yep, you're absolutely right. Rick's got it. 12 goals. Maybe I should be stats, man. Maybe. Then you can take Hand the computer away. <laughs> I got to put new paper in it. Um, no, let's, it's good. Let's, let's shift gears. Okay. All right. We talked about on the cutting room, as, as we were so fond of saying now, um, when the Rangers came to town, we gave Adam Fox hell every time he touched the puck. However... Good. As Flames fans, we were a bit critical of the atmosphere in the Dome. 
largely due to a great amount of corporate seats. And then we went a bit analytical and said, you know, the Flames fan being a bit humble, unassuming, that type of person. Not not exactly uh, boisterous in your face, like, you know, rude, rude. We're not rude. No, we're like, polite. we're not. We're, we are polite. Like, it's... it's <laughs> I, guess, I guess my point is that the Adam Fox thing, aside from the generic cheering, was really the first... Uh, semblance of like fan involvement outside of the norm this season for us yeah i agree with that and i guess further to that you know ideas on building that kind of fan culture would improve the atmosphere and help the team because we kicked the shit out of the rangers that game didn't we a six rip game markstrom was phenomenal actually and he made massive saves to keep it a bagel on their side Absolutely. But I think, like, back to, like, our fans, I mean, Rick and I have gone to loads of games together. I've gone to loads of games with you, Tyler. Like, I don't know. It depends on the night. But more times than not, like, when Rick and I are, like, loud and have a few in us and we're just going nuts, like, you you see the fan ahead of you, like, turn around, like, you're being too fucking loud yeah, or something. Like, uh, that's that's a bit I mean, I hate that. I, that shit drives me fucking like up the wall. You're disturbing my... Yeah, you're disturbing like, my Why the fuck are experience? you at the like, game, then? Yeah, what what do agree. you expect? I'm there to get out my general stress of my life. That is my temple. I'm gonna just get out there and say my shit, and but, I don't care. But I think it's, you know, it's... Uh, I like the Adam Fox thing because it was purposeful. So, yeah, True. Everyone was on board. It, you know what I don't like is the ref, you suck kind of chance. I feel like that fucks us, actually. It's I, so dumb. I do yeah. like the Adam Fox, we know what you did, we know where you live, we're coming for you kind of thing. I prefer that. And if we had that <laughs> more regularly. We know where you live? Yeah. like <laughs> That yes, is what you prefer? Every time you sit on the bench, watch out. Because there's some fan banging on the window to be like, <laughs> so I'm going to find you. <laughs> I, I I saw your second cousin in high school. Watch out, like that kind of thing. But you know, I think I think we need like a slogan that will, and I've got one in mind. How, yes, make the flames great again. <laughs> you will draw out the fan. Mafa. Mafa. <laughs> Mafa and Motherfa. Ma, ma, exactly. You could even like Mafa Mofos. That'd be like our ultras group. But think about it, right? You draw <laughs> that segment of, of the population and you, fuck, you've got some. You, you got good, the red hat. You got some good rallies going, you know? You, you can make like the MAFA, like into those, like the flaming, like, you know? Yeah. I think you're on some. Let's do it. Ultras Listen, group. Fans, Mafa when you Mofos. Go to the game. Have a good time and don't be afraid to instill a new chant. You know, I think many episodes ago we had the the Goudreau song, the na. Yeah, we tried, we tried that, and no one would do it. Should catch on, but you you bring up something interesting. What what do you guys refer to your loyal listeners as? Like like freaks or something like that? (laughs) Maybe that's taken. Well, that was rude. Fancasters. (laughs) Maybe the there's just one. And I've never Maybe there's just one. His name is Mike. I, I, and you, I, I, you, you just, you I just always refer to him as Mike. At the end of the show, I forgot to thank you at the beginning of the show for listening. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we just appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, you know, no, like, we, like I said, I mean, I mean even Mike's for not you, a hockey name. You got to call him Mickey or something. Just, just Mickey. Mikey. It'd be Mikey or Jesus Mike. Jesus Christ. You two done? <laughs> 
Mikhail. Tyler's getting just, upset. Just when I, uh, you know, we talk about how Jenk and I will talk about, and I'm sure it's true for you too, but like, it just enriches our experience as a fan. And you're just watching the game and you're thinking about that. I'd like to talk about that. And I saw a really good play and I, oh, I'm really advocating for this player like you did for Valimaki and like you uh, brought forward for Lindholm, right? It just, it just allows you to uh, interpret the game and analyze the game a different way. And then when you react with Flames fans and they have opinions and you, you get in discussions, you know, it's, it's just been great. Yeah, and we got I, a lot of messages. I, I know for us it's been it's great. And, you know, we've had other guests on. And, like, we had a guy from Vancouver call in. And you live in Calgary with us. And, you know, it's just fun to have, have you over and talk with us. And that's the main idea of the, of the podcast is just we're not, we're not your typical analyzing the game 25 minutes after immediately. You know, it's just like, uh, I think is It's like, what the fuck one, just happened? One of our good fans who gave us a review on Apple, it's like, it's two guys having a beer in line for the pisser at the dome talking about what's going on, which we've talked about at length, but... You know, like in the dome, when it comes to the fan noise, you know, is it a question of what came first, the chicken or the egg? Are the Calgary fans waiting for the, the players, the team on the ice to give them something to go wild about or, you know, are the, the players on That's the ice point. waiting for the fans to give them something but, to but fucking this, play I think this team for? has a lot of committed, great fans that just don't make it to the game all the time. And when they do make it to the game, uh, they're very segregated. They're not sitting in the same system. They feel isolated, right? Because you don't know that person in front of you and you, and you get, you get a dirty look because you were, you were trying to cheer hard so for your team. So what are you team. trying to say here? That it, I'm just saying that the team, I'm saying that we have a lot of good fans. It's the corp, the corporate fans. That's my criticism. The cor- the lower bowl is Yeah, but corporate. without those guys, though. No, it, right. Yeah. That's the money. That's, that's, that's the money. You know that's it's, a chicken and egg thing, that's too. That's probably most city, most teams in the league, right? I, I don't know. When I, I went to a Rangers game, and you could hear every fan around you talking about like Ryan Callahan is the heart of this team and carrying us forward and yada, 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 and we need to do this and we should be beating a team like Montreal more convincingly like yeah, this, maybe, even though know, the score is 4-1. Like I never hear the those range, discussions the with the Flames. fans are probably hardcore fans. Right, right? And, and, and I think in New York, you have a lot more corporate draw. There's a lot more things to do with your corporate dollars. Well, yeah, there. it's probably going to an NFL game or something like that. Exactly. Here, it's one thing. You got, no one's, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think the corporate draw to the stamps is huge. <laughs> I think it's a lot bigger the for the Flames. <laughs> and that's that's your corporate thing, right? You've made it when you've got lower bowl tickets regularly yeah. to the Flames. And I, it, it, the criticism comes, it's a bit unfair because that's consistent revenue for the team. But at the same time, you're cycling in a fan who is not, you know, bleeding red every game yeah. if you will. like i've been i've been to the games and seeing the guys show up in their dress shirt and they've just bought the jersey and they're putting it on and they're excited but they know fuck all about the team and there's nothing wrong with that about going for your first flames game but it just happens too often in the city and i mean our listeners aren't those people so it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> it'd be cool to have like an entire like yeah, yeah. like in soccer just like an entire listener, section of listen, like exactly. just our course that'd be an awesome entire section of guys cool. who know what to say it'd be cool who yeah. know how to cheer and uh who who aren't looking at each other in, in yeah. looking back at you and saying why are you screaming my, my girlfriend is upset here that's not yeah. that's i don't know how you build that atmosphere in the saddle dome because i think 
a game day is about revenue. Maybe the new I really stadium. do. Maybe and the new stadium will have a better atmosphere. Maybe. <laughs> I do hope so, but I don't Are we think, have I don't think you have that. Yeah, they already broken ground on that shit. They should they? they should really, I don't know if anyone's listening, anybody who has any kind of sway, carve out 500 seats to just fans who are day in, day out, checking the stats on like Flames. Like in one second, They wake right? up and yeah. they're like, good morning, Flames. Yeah, like yes, an ultra set. Like exactly. A, and for like people who don't know, ultras are super fans. Mathis mofos. Yeah, exactly. You sit there, the mofos, and right? you know that's pretty good. You are intimidating. I mean, <laughs> you're 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 sitting behind the opposition bench. That's where you should yeah, be. Yeah, that's where you should be. And, and yeah. he's just just fucking just hurling everything. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. throwing batteries. Yeah, <laughs> precisely, exactly. Lighting up flares. Exactly. <laughs> Hucking I mean, it on the ice. Lots of ideas that we have to put forward, and and you, we will. You guys have anything else you want to add to this? I got I got a couple more things on this agenda before we reach the four hour mark here. So okay, well yeah, let's move on from the, the fans. I, my my parting words on it is, you know, the weekend games you're loud, um, the weekday games you're not. So you know you gotta you gotta step up to the plate every time. Yep, agreed. Your job you know, is to despite, cheer. You know, like players' you know, jobs to win. Despite, despite Granny two rows ahead giving you the stink guy or something fucker <laughs> for for those well, we we don't we don't do youtube but that face that rick had was just fucking stone cold there yeah it was like sylvester stallone right? totally no yeah it was yeah let's talk about while we're talking about the dome um do you feel there's a major discrepancy in play between us at home and i know we've only had three or four home games and away and this road trip, just for the record, started with a loss, an OT loss, a win, an OT loss, and then a win tonight, followed by in the weekend. There's a couple of New OT York losses, Islanders and, and, and Boston. Yeah, we're two OT losses, two wins, one loss, one okay. regulation loss. Okay. So, so it's good we got those loser points. And sorry, back to back on the weekend, right? Back to back, New York first, then Boston, New York Islanders. Fuck, that's, yeah, yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Islanders aren't great. Boston's having a little trouble in the crease. The Boss way we're good, playing, though. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We're playing well, so we look. Good. We're not playing. playing we're not playing bad. Volatile. We've got wins yeah. and losses. I mean, the, those loser points are definitely keeping us up, up there, because we have like. Yeah, but that's the we have like four of, the of them, right? I mean, the flip side of that is, you know, if we had, uh, you know, twenty five percent win percentage in OT, we'd have two more wins or something like that, and we'd probably be way higher in standing for sure. So, it's good to get that one point, but to go one and five yeah. in OT is like, you know, yeah, no, I get great. it. But what, what can you do? Um, I mean, you're you're about to say like, are we better away or better home? That was the original question that I. Well, we're clearly that we're was, clearly better away. That I worded difficult. Yeah, we there's something about our away games where we just look more focused, for lack yeah. of a better word. And like, it's not like. There's anything different at home, really. Yeah, if I anything, mean, you the, should know the boards better. You should know. I mean, it seems kind of odd, but I, yeah, it's it's a hard one. Because uh, there's no science behind it, really. Wasn't, like, wasn't it like in the o three o four cup run when the Flames had home games towards the end that Sutter was putting them in a hotel? Did that happen? Yeah, they did. They and did the actually. Do that. I think that might happen. More often yeah. than we know. Uh, yeah. Other team when they're at home, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. bit bizarre. Yeah. 
it's not something you could do all the time. I don't think, you know, at some point the players union will be like, fuck this. But, you know, <laughs> like at times, I guess, you know, but, but, I, but I mean, I, I think that. there's a buy-in in that think, too, right? There's something about, you know, when you're with your team, like all the time, right? Mm. On road trips, you know, you wake up, you go for breakfast, you know, you do all the shit together. Yeah. And then you step on the ice. There's something about, you know. Just being there with your with your brothers and you've been there the whole time. Maybe that's what it is, you know. Just maybe you, cu- you come back home hand. and <laughs> your wife makes you like fucking chop the onions, and next thing you know, you're just out of you're out <laughs> of it, man. I mean, like I think, and I and I do this parallel often, but like in soccer, I know that even teams when they have their home games, they have their they stay in their they, they stay in, in the hotel. They the still night before, yeah, yeah, they still but well, they stay in their camp. Like all these clubs have like their tents, own right. Well, sort of. The, the <laughs> Turkish team stay in the no, tent. The tur- <laughs> yeah. No, but like every club has like can their own like housing. Can we put Turkish right? villager music right <laughs> now? Or, yeah, we'll put can Turkish we, like, villager music. Can we fade out the, to Turkish well, villager we music? Always, we always fade out the t- uh, music so we can we can do that. We should do that actually. Yeah. Can you cue that up? I can totally do that. I mean, I don't I mean, really know t- what to we pick. We'll buy time for you. No, he, <laughs> no we, we do he it does later. it after. What's your favorite color? Is it red? Red for communism. <laughs> Tyler is a communist. Okay. <laughs> you wanted to talk about Tanev. I mean, okay. So, also a communist. So, so Tanev. Anything's uh, better than our favorite color at this point. So Tanev was a signing uh, in between the bubble and the shortened season, right? That off season. Same time Markstrom came, yeah. And the same time we lost Brody, right? Yeah. Brody went to the Leafs. So yeah. it was like. Brody leaving. Right shot for right shot D yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, I think Brody's the left. Is he a left? Left shot. Oh, yeah, left he is. Shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I know we wanted a right shot D man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he was stepping in, and then, you know, immediately the question is is Tanev an upgrade? Is he downgrade, step down from Brody? Like, what are, what are we getting here? What he's showed us is that he's fucking, he is him every night. I don't know if, you know, you can maybe think of too many nights where you, you know, after a game, you're like, fuck, where was, you know, what was was Tanev doing? Like, Tanev sucked. And my criticism maybe of Brody, uh, I fucking love the guy, like, from 66 in training camp and making the team out of camp as an 18-year-old and playing the first three games and then, you know, being shuttled off. But, you know, and he was awesome. And then he, he, when he stepped back, he stepped back hard, and he had times where you're fucking cursing his name. And so far, Tanev has not done that. And the sample size is small. You got, like, the 50-game season and whatever, and so far this year. But I just don't see it. When I when I hear guys, like, former teammates talk about Tanev, they all, you know, they're, they're, that's a guy that when you listen to his teammates or former teammates talk about him, that's all you need to hear about a guy like that. Because you will hear... Like praise that you know it's not your your typical stuff. He's just one of those fucking guys who who brings it every night, and he's underrated on some things like his his, uh, you know, it's not his stats, but it's his ability to create offense. His fucking first pass, you know, everyone likes to talk about a first pass, mm-hmm. but his first pass is fucking flawless, and he can skate. Mm-hmm. He can skate maybe as as good maybe a step down as good as Brody so there's not really a, a step down but not there. as good as Bo Meester. yeah maybe I mean thank you thank you 
Dude, I mean, your, your obsession with Bo Meester is disgusting. I loved him when we signed him, but, you know, he also regressed in my heart. Listen, I was going to say to you about Tanev. We talked about Tanev was probably our standout player in that really shit season we had last time. And A, excellent job for him. But B, it's really bad for the team when your shutdown defenseman is your best player. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Tanev shows up with that 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 performance every night. You know what you're going to get, and he delivers for you, and that's exactly what you need. And, you know, I can pay no higher criticism than him than he reminds me very much of Robin Regeer. You know, Shillington's play this year, you know, a large part of that is being paired with Tanev. Like, oh, fuck. I think Tanev, Qu- Tanev Hughes, hangs back, that, that guy's and Shillington name? can go. Quinn Hughes was phenomenal playing with Tanev in his rookie year. Phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, he actually probably had a step back last year when Tanev was gone. Probably. Have, it's a confidence thing. You know, they tried exactly. to, I think, play him You are with confident like, with, with that guy with back. With Hamannick or something like that, and it wasn't the same. I mean, yeah. it's confidence, but it's confidence because Tanev plays properly, mm-hmm. um, and he puts you and the, and the rest of your guys on the ice in good positions, right? And so. it's a general boost that we have a good goalie, and we have two good goalies as well. So guys are okay with taking more risks. It's like... Because when we had bad goalies, it's harder for defenders to bomb up and kind of be like, okay, my goalie can bail me out. No, a lot of goalies didn't bail us out. We had a really hit or miss goalies in the past, and it's really, really good to see uh, Markstrom in the net because, fuck, I think that helps Chillington too. It helps it, everybody. It but, is good to see Markstrom in the net rather than but, anywhere else. But to be honest, like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you're hilarious. Fucking hilarious guy. I mean, Tanev's yeah. another one of those guys who's probably got a grand and total to, of three teeth in his mouth. To and your point he's about... He's lost all of them. He's a beauty, man. Shots. You can tell he's a beauty, though. Like, everybody, like, but like you said, he's, he, everyone he loves him. He's not like Neil. He just keeps the no teeth left, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm going to do this later. <laughs> but to your point, you know, with Tanev building car- confidence, Markstrom is that, you know, to the nth degree. Because Absolutely. I think this team looks at... And now both of these goalies, I, I think... To the fact that we were saying we're trying to set up Mangiapane for the hat trick and, you know, we're trying to give marks from the shutout. And there is just confidence and unity flowing through this team that I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. A long time. Like, we've got the weekend back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. And I got to think, pretty much in every scenario, we see Vladar in one of those games. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. No. Yeah, because he's he's had a very good year so far. They, bo- they both have. I mean... He's that been guy nice. fucking just makes saves. That <laughs> you think he plays against Boston? He may. I mean, but because he came from Boston, right? Yeah. That's or do a good you think point. Sutter says, "I'll put you in for New York," or "Nah, man, we'll put you in against Boston." You go out there and you stuff it to these guys. No, I think Markson plays Boston on Saturday, and is that Boston Sunday? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think we'll Markson plays the first unfold. game. I'll be very disappointed if we don't see Vladar. Let's we just will say see that. Vladar. I think we're seeing yeah. Vladar. But I'm just wondering which game, because the Boston game is a bit of a, a little bit extra for him, right? Because you've come, you've come from Boston. Sorry, tell me one more time. Boston Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I would expect that Markson to play the first of the doubleheader against New York, and, and then, then and then Vladar plays Vladar's Sunday, the second, and then we're the back, back half. Yeah. 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 I think you know you risk if you put Vladar in against Boston, you risk that he makes it a bigger game than it needs to be because it is his own team, his old team. And that's you know, good point. Potentially like, but also he play could that be way. better. He could be, but I think the, the downside risk is one that you don't want to take. 
Last question before this descends into some free for all discussion that I can't. I mean, no this is our control. longest podcast ever. Easily. I don't maybe. No, it is. Is that the actual time? Yeah, that's the actual time. Okay. I never <laughs> see that before. It's sixty seven episodes and oh, I've never I seen a that running was your time. No, I I cheat. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple comedians here. Well, it's because you're streaming porn at the same well, time. Well, I, I was until the disc was full. Pajama butt flap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Draws. Okay. <laughs> They're draws. I know we uh, we said this a week ago, which no one else heard because we haven't released that to the world. But uh, we talked about if you could change one thing about this Flames team right now, uh, what would it be? So... I mean, who wants to go first, Jens? Should I go, should I go first? You go first. You've been, you've been kind of keeping the structure here. I think you deserve it. Okay, the only thing, I'll keep it short. <laughs> the only thing that I would change that I still maintain is that I would move Mangiapane to the first line somehow. I guess it looks, uh, it looks a bit silly with Goudreau Mangiapane, but why not? And I'd move him to the first power play either at the, the detriment of Monaghan or Kachuk. Just because... I think we, I th- I don't think that that first line deserves to be protected from the Sutter carousel, and that's it. I mean, you want to re- reward Manch for how he's playing. Uh, I just don't know if you do it for the sake. Of, I don't. I don't necessarily see the fit in what you're saying. L- listen, Rick, this is my opinion. You don't get to. You don't get to challenge it here, right <laughs> oh, now. Okay, I was. Okay. I was of the mindset. Don't you remember? He he's communist. Yeah. This isn't. <laughs> he's a dictator. This isn't. This isn't <laughs> equality Stalin, for all. Stalin's this is equality right? for me. Stalin, big communist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lenin too, or he's more of a socialist. He's more of a Marxist-Leninist, actually. There's a, there's a bit of a difference. Okay. Yeah. Rick, tell me what you would change. You know, I I've I've talked about it a few times, so it's not going to come as a surprise to either of you. But I want more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't the same answer as last week. No. Well, <laughs> You know, I've, I've evolved as a human being. No, I want to see more fucking Anakin, Anakin Sky, Skywalker. Bruce Dickinson, man. one one pant leg at a time. More Bruce and more Anakin, man. More Vladar. More Vladar. I, you know, I want to. So I want to see. I want to see a fresh Markstrom. I think when he is overplayed, then we see, and we saw it last year too. Um, I don't want to criticize the guy. He's got five goose eggs, but. When he's overplayed, we see goals go in that we don't want to see go in. So fuck, you don't need to play him three out of every four. Play, play Anakin. You know, every fourth game, he's definitely can play, and uh, and he's a young guy and he's figuring out the game too. But yeah, that's is, you know that's what I want to. I want to see a little bit more balance in the goaltending. Is his nickname Darth Vladar? Anakin, man. Anakin Skywalker. I know, but like with the last name like Vladar. We'll just wait till that period interview comes up and they start calling him David or something. You know, Vlad's David Riddick. <laughs> It'll be Vlad's. Um, I'd still, I still, I don't know. Like I, I don't want to do micro tweaks because there's nothing, there's nothing micro that really tweaks. needs to be nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. Um, yeah. That was good. Mine was a micro. That was good. No, it was good. I couple beers, couple beers in. Um, I just like, yeah, we could, I, I agree with, I agree with Rick. I agree with you. Like, yeah, we could try Monge in the first line. We can give 
Markstrom some more time on the bench just to kind of keep him fresh. Like, I, I'm okay with that. But really, like, do you guys believe that this team can do something in the playoffs? Do we have the stalwart guy that we can rely on? Like, I'm still in the camp of, like, we don't have a plan. So as long as we don't have a plan, to me, we can do all the tweaking we want. But if we show up in the playoffs again, we have a repeat of the Colorado game, I'm going to fucking break something. Because that was, it was embarrassing. Okay. We, we don't want that Here's again. Here's something I've you're, been... You're spiraling. I, I'm, spi- I'm right stopping now. myself. I'm I've been stopping ruminating myself. on since the beginning of this podcast. But to me, it's very early, I know. But to your point, to me, this team looks like the absolute perfect team that could fit in the best rental forward in the market available. Because I feel like that player could slot into this team seamlessly and then you could make a... I, this is crazy because I know the the first episode we were like we suck and we need to tank and blah blah blah, <laughs> but like now I'm saying you know if we get a a player that is a bona fide like elite top line player in the rental okay, market, okay, I'm putting you on the spot, and maybe Santa's listening. Who is that guy? I don't know because I don't know which teams are going to end up as sellers and which teams I'm just are going to end up. Who is the guy? Let's say it's Tarasenko. Let's just say right? I don't know what his contract is or a player of like Tarasenko, and you give up your first and you get that player, I think we got a real shot. At what? God, going for Lord Stanley's mug. Yeah, I, you This know, is I'm, absolutely crazy. It's, it's I, aggressive. This is, this is the... This it's is aggressive the to me. pendulum of being a crazy fan. This is what sports does to you. I you appreciate know? your optimism. I wish I had it. I just, I just see this team as being absolutely perfect to absorb a rental player who's of abs- very high caliber right now. I think it that sets us seem back like more. It would upset the chemistry. I think that would set us back more. Okay. Good. I, I've Good. been waiting for you to break into some. What's that, Carly Ray? Like this is crazy. <laughs> Call me maybe. Yeah, like you you hinted at it twice there. He loves that song. I, I did. Know. That yeah. is a great song. What's Carly Ray's last name? Jefferson. I was thinking Debson. <laughs> That's probably what her teammates call her. Jetson. Debbie. Debs. Especially when it's she goes Debs. to Dallas. It's you know? Debs. Debs. Right. It's Debs. <laughs> Good points. Good I mean, points. I I wish I had your optimism. I don't. I just I don't see the plan. It just looks. Yeah, and Jenk likes to be that guy too. I am that guy. I, I mean, I mean I'd like I'd like to be surprised. I, I set that bar low, like I, for I myself. I don't know who that player <laughs> is, but I mean, once you find out who your sellers are, what the price is, who's available to just like like a player like, let's say Philadelphia start to suck fucking and, couturier and they're, they're, that's a guy uh, i want but Giroux is a ufa at the end of the year right yeah maybe it's a good player i think we need that second line center couturier he's a center. man is Giroux's he? a center too okay maybe i mean there's good dude they well, do what a, yeah like, I Lind, mean, like a lindholm you know you like lindholm yeah i like lindholm anything else gents nope good rich rick rick <laughs> I got nothing. It was a pleasure to be here in the hopefully round, we have you on round table, more of like a triangle, a proper like a absolutely. triangle, uh, and uh, like an isosceles. As I said, sixty five percent of the Jake, way. Why the is there show. a cracker in the middle though? There's a cracker. Oh, n- never mind. It's not a cracker. Oh, okay. I have to clean my place. It's a bit of a sty. Um, yeah, no, like let's have. I, I I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of messages about Rick. Um, so yeah, let's have more on more often. Yeah. Agen- guess, agenda willing, I guess to, or uh, sorry, calendar willing to that point, you know, we'd love to have 
any of our listeners on, really. I know you listened to our mo- most previous show, and that was about it. And now you're here. So, I mean, I you're, hooked. A, you're a great example. of. Um, <laughs> I liked it so much, I bought the company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to get Darshan back on again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy from Vancouver. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. We text like once a year. What about Wes? Get Wes back on. I don't. I don't know if Wes is coming back. <laughs> yeah. You know, as a Flames fan, first I just want to, you know, take a moment here to congratulate you guys on what you're doing. I think you're, you know, you're serving the cause, <laughs> and you know, I'm ready to go to war with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just, we just want. It, it, there is an airing of grievances on every episode, so it's, it's therapeutic. Yeah, but it's, you know, I like when the airing of grievances becomes less and less. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. And that I, means we're I, doing I'm something. Just the most, with I, our I lives. look at myself and, and say, at the beginning of, or at the end of September, I was like, we're screwed. This season's a write off. And it's mid November, and I'm like, we're one rental player away from the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You. you know, it's just, this is sports, and it's not any kind of cutting analysis. It's just my gut level feeling as a fan. And I know, I know other people are feeling that too. And it's good to have that excitement back as a Flames fan to think, Man, I'm excited for that weekend series against New York, and I'm excited to see Vladar come in, and I'm excited when Valimaki figures his shit out, and wow, am I looking forward to Shillington playing the season like this, and what's going to happen with Johnny? We didn't even talk about Johnny. You know, it's a good podcast. Yeah, you know what? We never, yeah, that's right. We didn't talk about- It's a Johnny-centric podcast. Hang on, though, but we talked about him in a a very positive light. We didn't talk about his contract or his fashion choices. His Phillies hat, nothing. moving, so it was good. We did uh, well. <laughs> thank you, Rick. My pleasure. Thank you, Jank. Oh, Jank's Jank's going somewhere, but thank you, Jank. It's been it's been fun. You've never thanked me for this okay. shit. Take it back. Go to hell. Go to hell, Jank. It's U.S. Thanksgiving. Listen, yeah, and thank you, thank you, listeners. Whoever you are, you made it this you, far. You, you keep <laughs> saying it in the plural. I think you just gotta say <laughs> thank, you. thank you, listener. Thank you, Jank's brother. Listener, I mean mom. <laughs> Listen, we appreciate my it. Bed. I know that uh, our I experience promise. is enriched by this. I hope yours is too. Um, looking forward to the weekend games. We'll be back soon in a week or two, or hopefully not three, but sooner than that. Have yourselves a great morning, evening, afternoon, or whatever it is you're doing. Take care of yourselves. Go Flames, go. Bye-bye. Vazgeçir fasledim Am ben nasıl edim Vazgeçir fasledim Çok da güzel değil sen can Gönüldür